The thumbnail is China fumbled, can the U.S. recover? Excuse my football analogy, but I live in Birmingham, Alabama and roll tide. And then my title was U.S. manufacturing has moved to China, will Wall Street follow? I actually contemplated ending the video there and asking you to just give me your answer. Are we, are we succumbing to China? Are we going to allow them to do what they said they would do, and that is become the largest economy in the world, as well as the dominant military uh, force in the world? I don't know. Um, and thus, if those two things happen, will Wall Street move to China? I think it's possibly in the cards, but I think well, uh, China fumbled and we have an opportunity to recover. I've told you many times, the most important book that I have read in my life is this, The Accidental Superpower by Peter Zeon. I found another book that I suspect might replace this one, or at least bring me up to date. It's called The Long Game, um, China's Grand Strategy to Displace American Order by a gentleman by the name of Rush Doshi, D-O-S-H-I. It's available on Amazon. You can find a link to it below here. Rush Dashi is now serving on Mr. Biden's uh, National Security Council, um, and he finished this book prior to joining the, the Security Council. As I've reviewed the book, I've recognized that the Chinese have spelled out what they intend to do very openly, and we have basically played into their hand. And so the question becomes to me is, number one, are we going to let it happen? And are we going to take advantage of the fumble that China has presented to us? And that is in their real estate crisis. And I'll explain that in a second. Or are we going to move to the Wall Street to China? Now, if you don't know this, JP Morgan and um, Goldman Sachs has a very strong presence in China. They are gonna let this slip by. You might, Apple might, um, Qualcomm might, and we might, but they've already made their decision. They're going to take a part in it. We as a nation though, have to come to a conclusion as to what we're going to do. Why, how has this happened? Basically, in this book, as it says, China has doubled down on its state-centric model. It's essential that you understand what that means. State-centric model. We'll talk about this right after I share with you that I am not your financial advisor. Best of Us Investors presents Carrie Griegmeier.
What is a state-centric model? It basically is where the state, the Communist Party, CC, Chinese Communist Party, CCP, agrees with business owners that it, we will work together to dominate specific industries. As an example, the country, China, the Communist Party, decided they wanted to dominate the iron industry, the steel industry. So they basically built the steel plants, uh, financed the building for the entrepreneurs who wanted that to get into that industry. Then they built the uh, homes that were necessary for the workers. Then they built the shopping centers and everything that was needed to dominate the steel industry. And then they underpriced the government or underpriced the U.S. through subsidies. And they basically took our steel industry. They just took it away. They took the thousands and hundreds of thousands of jobs. They took the hundreds of millions of, of tax dollars that we were collecting off the steel industry and took it away. They just took it away. They've done the same thing with the solar panel industry. And now they're doing it in the uh, semiconductor industry. They have just said, we can do it cheaper. They did it. <laughs> Although the example I love to use is I buy a lot of running shoes. They took the running shoe business. And I, as I explained to Nita, when our son was running cross country, in high school, we really didn't like that we had to pay $110 for his running shoes, his New Balance and his, his Nike running shoes. So what did we do? We asked China to make the running shoes for us so that we didn't have to pay $110 a shoe. We only had to pay 75. And we said, thank you very much, China. And Nike moved their plants over to China. And that's what we have done. We have allowed our industry to go over there. Now, at the same time, the Chinese are very open about what their goals are. Their goals are to suppress the United States as the dominant economic power and to alienate the United States from its allies so that Asia can become the dominant power. They've done it successfully through the use of their cheap labor. And we've just sucked it up. So we're at a point, we were on a road. I honestly, we were on a, a road to hand the baton over and say, okay, China, you're now in control. Um, i tell you a story you're not going to believe. You say, well, they probably aren't in the military business. In 1998, uh, a former People's Liberation Army basketball player by the name of Xu, I think that's pronounced Xi, Zenping, purchased a Ukrainian uh, battleship. And he told the world he was going to turn it into a floating casino in China. 
he purchased this in 1998. Uh, it's a 40, 45-ton um, destroyer for $120 million. Purchased it in 1998. Did nothing with it until 2009 when China rolled it out, totally refurbished, in battle-worthy condition. That's the game they're playing. And we're helping them. We gave them the blueprints. We gave them the, the, the structure so that, well, we didn't, but they went about doing it. So they, they aren't playing what we would call a fair game. So what do we have to do? What do we as U.S. citizens or U.S. government have to do? What do we have to influence our government to do? Well, first, we have to rebuild our own domestic economy. We have to bring manufacturing back to the United States. We have to invest that $1 trillion that Joe has asked for, for rebuilding uh, uh, infrastructure, research, and development. But yet our um, bipartisan passed in the Senate, but the Democrats have said, no, we in the House, we won't do it unless you give us another $2 trillion for the social industry, uh, um, infrastructure. That has to, that kind of nonsense has to go away. We have to rebuild the infrastructure. And I'm not saying we need to go back into the steel business. But we do need to go back into the solar panel business. We need to recognize the industries of the future, 3D printing, robotics, and we have to make major investments in them because that is the only way Apple is going to bring its manufacturing facility to the United States or that Intel and Qualcomm and uh, Texas Instruments will bring the semiconductor business back to the United States. They need a state-centric sort of government. Again, understand that the Chinese Communist Party basically said, we will build it for you. We will build you the houses. We will, we will get you started so that you can then control this industry. We have to recognize what the next growth industries are and position ourselves to be in the position to take care of it. We don't need to go back and get the shoe industry back. We really don't. We can let China have that, but we need to bring our pharmaceutical industry back to the United States. We need to bring our rare earth elements back to the United States, and we need the government to help these companies do it. And much as the Chinese have recognized, they're better off collecting taxes from the employees and the workers than they are from the companies. Reward these companies for bringing work back to the United States. Become, become a centric, a, a, a United States-centric uh, economy. Otherwise, we can't compete. We can't compete. Again, understand, Wall Street has already made their decision. They're opening offices in China. Now, China might screw them because they have invested very heavily into Chinese real estate industry. And we will see if they get paid 
or if China determines that, yeah, but you invested in those Grand Cayman companies and we didn't authorize them, so we don't really owe you that money. That remains to be seen. But truly, China's objective is to push the U.S. out. They don't care. They can go this without the United States. And the United States needs to develop the same policy. Rather than that hope, then China will open their markets to us. We basically say, we don't need you, China. We can do this on our own with our allies. We will rebuild those alliances and we don't need you. And we will trade amongst ourselves. And thus, we don't have to rely on you anymore. Yeah, if you want to make our tennis shoes, our running shoes, that's okay. If you want to make our clothes, that's okay. But anything that we depend on for our security, we will either have that made here in the United States or amongst our allies. This has to happen. So first, we have to build our economy, our domestic economy. Then we have to create markets that China wants from us. Then we have to work with our allies to make it such that we are not reliant on, on China any further. And the beauty of this, none of it requires China's cooperation. Because again, you must understand in 1998, China declared they will make the US economy irrelevant and they will become the dominant force in both the world's economy and the world's military. They are the largest manufacturer and holder of um, underwater mines. Why? Because they don't care. They don't need battleships. They don't really need aircraft carriers. They just need to blow our ships up if we, we enter their harbors. They are becoming totally defensive. Read the book. Read the new book that is going to make the difference of you understanding the world's economy. The long game, uh, China's grand strategy to displace American order. If you'll read that, and if you'll go back to the other videos that I have been doing since, I don't know when, September, um, I made a list over there, I think it was September the, the 15th, that I have been sharing with you as to what is going to happen. And then I would invite you to come become a part of this movement, this movement to understand where our society is going, where our economy is going. And maybe collectively we can say, no, we are not moving Wall Street to Beijing. We're not going to do it. We're going to control our own economy. It's going to take a ground movement because the reality is we know the people in Washington don't get it. They don't see the handwriting on the walls. I would encourage you to forward this video to your representative, to your senator. Maybe we can open their eyes 
to the importance of where we're at, to recognize that it was going down a street that we weren't going to be able to stop it, but China fumbled the ball. It's on the ground right now, and it's for us to pick up or it's for us to continue to ignore. I don't know any other way to put it. Um, I know that some of you are going to say I'm an alarmist and I'm a fear monger, but understand the dominant superpower historically has changed every 100 years. We became the superpower starting in 1945. That's why China chose the date of 2042 that they would become the next superpower. It isn't by coincidence. They know history. They know what they have to do to make it happen. And they were on the path, but they fumbled the ball. Okay, uh, hope to talk to you again tomorrow. Maybe we'll find a brighter note to talk about. The market's looking pretty good today. Um, I'm still sitting with $250,000 worth of cash. Um, I still believe that if you saw yesterday's video, we're headed for that red star before we go to the green star. All right, have a good day um, and let's take control of our economic situation. Talk to you tomorrow.